Hi, I'm Pete. I'm an IT manager. Today I want to talk about... Pete, heads up. We've been hacked. What happened? My password is my birthday. Everyone knows that. February 14th. Why would everyone... I don't get how these people figure this stuff out. I think I do. Have you ever updated it? Yes, I changed it to Valentine's Day. Okay, we're protected with connection security services. You just gotta be more careful, Pete. Okay, yep. For hardware, software, support, and empathy. For Pete's sake, connect with connection. Thank you for listening. This is Sherry Sims, founder of Black Career Women's Network, where we inspire women to know their worth, discover their strengths, and work in their purpose. And you are listening to episode five of our Real Career Talk podcast. And we're going to be talking about three ways to slay your career. When you think about um, how us as women go about designing our careers or how we go about um, our career progression, there's sometimes we never think about the simple things, the simple things that really can make a big difference in how we go about slaying our careers. So what we're going to talk about right now is three ways that you can do that. And they're very simple, simplistic ways that it doesn't take really a lot of effort, but it's just, just putting it into your thought, into your everyday thoughts and your movement of how you go about navigating your career um, can help you to think about not only where you are um, in your development, but also um, to think about making sure that your uh, your values stay in alignment with the journey that you're embarking on within your career. So let's talk about the first one, which is be your own mentor. Yes, I said it. Be your own damn mentor. <laughs> It's your career. You have to own it. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a mentor, but what I'm saying is that you also can be your own mentor. So let's break that down into a couple of things, right? Let's think about it from this perspective. One, you want to trust your instinct. You know, who are you? Do you know who you are? Because at the end of the day, a mentor can't can't feel your gut. A mentor can't feel your instinct. Only you have that instinctive feeling and only you can allow that to guide you. So being your own mentor is part of that is trusting your own instinct. is part of believing in that that is your into your guts telling you to go on a specific path and you owe it to yourself to explore what that is. Also under being your own mentors, think about refining what you need to fine tune the areas that need to be tuned up. If you're lacking on a skill set or if you have a specific weakness, we can't change our weaknesses. We can only manage them. But you can fine tune or refine what you need to, which means revisit your skill sets. What are you good at? What are you mediocre at? What are your weaknesses and how are you going to make sure that you're highlighting what's great about you and then just managing the aspects of you that you probably need to work on? And then part of being your own mentor is being adaptable, being open to new possibilities, to learning new skill sets, to new opportunities, you know, being open to what all that may mean. You know, it all starts and it ends with you. So you have to be able to control that. Um, And getting feedback from others is great. But at the end of the day, it's all about what you see. And then the last one under being your own mentor is that stop going out there and looking for validation from others. You don't need validation from others. I say this a lot when, we, when we're on our live real career talk calls and people talk about or women talk about specifically about looking for a pat on the back or wanting some kind of accolade. 
And from my perspective, and I've read this in the book before too, and I completely agree with it, is that we don't need validation because the validation comes from when we accepted the job, when they chose us over all the other people they interviewed for the position and they offered the position to you. That was your validation that yes, you are good enough for that job because they chose you. That's all the validation that you need. So being your own mentor means that you definitely need to make sure that you are uh, keeping yourself elevated and um, your confidence level to where you need to be. But you don't need the validation of others in order for you to know that and see that within yourself. Now, number two, don't play the shifting game. As black women, we have to deal with identity management in the workplace. That can be so hard sometimes for us. You know, you have women who change the the way they speak, the way they communicate, the way they change their look, their hair, all these things because they feel like they have to fit in because deep down inside, they really are afraid of being stereotyped because whether we choose to believe it or not, we are stereotyped in the workplace. Consciously or subconsciously by the people who are surrounded by us in the workplace. But you don't have to play the shifting game. You can go to work and be authentic in yourself. Yes, you may have to be mindful of some of the verbiage and the things that we use within our culture. But you don't have to play that game. What you can do is educate people about who you are. And we're not talking about going to work and being the pro-black woman. You want to go to work and you want them to be able to see you for who you are as a person and not necessarily as a black woman. Yes, we are black women, but we don't need to go ahead and reference specific things about our culture. What you want to, it's your job to really help people to understand who you are as a person or professional and have them see you as such. Don't leave it to chance. For uh, for people in the workplace to to assume they, that that they're going to see you for who you are, because you have to remember the media um, displays us in a certain way. People see that they're going to make assumptions, and although we shouldn't have to come to work and prove who we are, and I'm not saying you should, we still need to educate people on who we who I mean, still educate people about who we are, and help them to understand a couple of things. Help them to understand. Um, how you communicate or how you want to be communicated to help them to understand how you do your work, what your work style is, what your workplace personality is. Those are the things that I'm talking about that you can help them to understand who you are. Remind yourself of who you are becoming also, because as we, you know, we're not going to always say the same. It's almost the same thing as a woman's cycle of life. Who you are at 20 is not who you're going to be at 30. Who you are at 40, you won't be at 50. Same thing within our careers. Who you are now in your career and your role at this stage may not be who you are five years from now. So you have to consistently remind yourself about who you are becoming, what you're growing into, and making sure that you're feeding yourself with what you need to continue to develop and grow as the professional that you're wanting to become. Number three, challenge yourself to be all you can be more than you have ever been, which means you want to allow yourself the freedom and the personal, um, the personal gratification of being able to be free, to be able to come out of your comfort zone and, and, and just explore the possibilities of who you can be 
um, and slay that career any way you want to. It's really all about designing your career your way and owning it. So take a stand for the success that you truly deserve. So if you get nothing else out of this conversation tonight or this podcast, take a stand for the success that you truly deserve. So let's recap um, the three ways to slay your career. One, be your own mentor. Be your own damn mentor, actually. Um, Don't play the shifting game. That's number two. And number three, challenge yourself to be all you can be more than you have ever been. And on the side note, take a stand for the success that you truly deserve. So I hope you enjoyed these three tips on three ways to slay your career. Again, this is Sherry Sims, founder of Black Career Women's Network. And um, hope you'll tune in for our next uh, Real Career Talk podcast. Talk with you soon. Hi, I'm Pete. I'm an IT manager slash superhero. Pete, bad news. Uh, what happened? I put a very expensive latte on top of my car, drove off, and it spilled. It's bad. How's that my problem? Oh, my laptop was up there, too. <laughs> uh, okay, that's why we use connection services to manage our cloud. Everything's backed up. I can access your stuff remotely. You won't miss a meeting. I really wanted that latte, Pete. For hardware, software, support, and empathy. For Pete's sake, connect with connection. Hi, I'm Pete. I'm an IT manager. Today, I want to talk about... Pete, heads up. We've been hacked. What happened? My password is my birthday. Everyone knows that. February 14th. Why would everyone... I don't get how these people figure this stuff out. I think I do. Have you ever updated it? Yes. I changed it to Valentine's Day. (sighs) Okay. We're protected with connection security services. You just got to be more careful, Pete. Okay. Yep. For hardware, software, support, and empathy. For Pete's sake, connect with connection.